あることなんて求めたりしないよただあなたに従うの Oh, you're listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community if we can get some time, because <laughs> it's been quite a while since we've done a discussional podcast. Probably um, almost two months, about a month and a half now. Seems like it's been a so, bit, a minute. There's a lot of news to go through. Yes, some of it's going to be old. I didn't go all the way back into like early December, but... Pretty far back, just because it's more of a thing of wanting to talk about some of the stuff that's happened and make sure that everybody knows. Because I know a lot, not a lot of people keep up on the news. We've had several people that kind of say, "Thank you," because I don't really check the news, so it's good to get updates on this stuff. So it's it's cool. So yeah, we're from the talkaspirit dot com website. You can go there for our anime, new and old. Great community informed links at the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. But yes, how's things been going? It's been. People need to get an update for the last month. How's it been going? <laughs> Tiring. Exhausting. There you go, yeah. But, Same for me. But mm-hmm. I started Disgaea 5. There you go. I'm like way too sucked into that game. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was coming. Yes, that was that was a that was a wreck chain train wreck and waiting to happen for me. I love the Disguise series, but I, I went back to try the first one. I'm like, wow, these mechanics are dated. <laughs> it's 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 not very, I wouldn't say hand, hand-holdy, but it's just it's very slow at the beginning, and it's like, ugh, a little bit aggravating in that regard, whereas I think the older ones kind of just throw you right into it, have fun with the mechanics kind of thing, where this mm-hmm. one's more like, you have to take your time? What? Uh, on the opposite side, I've been... Well, I did uh, Fate Extra, or not Fate Extra, Fate Extella. Got through yeah. all that one, and then... Is it worth 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 the time? Should I go ahead and try it? I enjoyed it for the Fate Factor, but I didn't like the gameplay. <laughs> it's too it's too hack and slashy, and go to this little node, and then go to this node, and then go to this node. If, if I'm, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go back to uh, uh, Zelda Heroes. I think if, I think Fate fans definitely should jump into it because it's just one of those things where it's just it's more Nero, which is she's amazing. Uh, I actually fell in love with uh, Altera, which I've never really had any care for her whatsoever. Then when I actually dive into her story, I'm like, holy crap! I suddenly really like Altera. <laughs> so 
I've never had any context to her. I thought she was just this kind of stone-faced person, you know, destroy everything, destroy everything. And then, yeah, she's kind of like that in the game because it's her story. But uh, there's a lot more to her, which was really fantastic diving into. The only thing I didn't like about it was, yeah, I, the gameplay is not really my cup of tea. The second one looks like it's going to be better, so I'm looking forward to that. But the big problem I had was once you get past the first story and then you dive into Tomo's story, you're getting a lot of repeated dialogue. Like, they're literally just repeating the same stuff over and over again. And then you get into Altera's story, which that's where it really starts to, you know, unwind things. And then you have to go back to Nero's story, and then you're repeating the stuff again. It's like, yeah, it's technically unraveling something else, but at the same time, it's just a lot of repeated dialogue, which after a while, I'm like, skip, skip, skip. Oh, crap, I missed something. Go back. So... It's fun, though. And I died into Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes, the bug bit me, and I got back into it. So I'm so torn on what I want to do about that. Because I have to go through the entire game series. Because I have not played it since the... I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I, um, I was absolutely banging the drums on how much I loved Kingdom Hearts 1. And... I never could get into Kingdom Hearts 2 really well because it was on the Game Boy and it, it was a very clunky play uh, Game Boy. Yeah, oh, you're talking advanced. about, uh, what was it? Re- it was the, uh, it's the... Coded, recoded? Recoded, yeah. The, or the, coded and then they recoded for right. PS2 or something like it, that. It was, a, it was a kind of a card game-ish type system and I, I, could, not, I could not enjoy that aspect of it very well because it was very... Well, it was card dependent and it really drove me crazy. I I couldn't stand that. And so I never did get past that because I refused to do any of the latter stories because of that, because I wanted to finish that particular section. So I really need to go back and just get over my issues with it and and play through all of them. And and I I just haven't had time to do that. It's so funny because I think I was telling Chris the other day, I was like, I I, I get a kick out of the fact that I think it was him that was the one that was a huge fan of it, and I never really cared for it. I think I dabbled a little bit in the one, and then I just never really played much else after that. It wasn't until, I think, Birth by Sleep that I started playing. I'm like, holy crap, I really like this. And then I started going back and playing the other ones, and I don't... I think I beat one. I still remember the, the later parts of it. Never played two. <laughs> <laughs> I I just watched videos to find out what the story was. I, I tried to play all the way through 358 over two days, and I think I got towards the very end of it, and then I just watched a video to watch the end of it because I got sick of the game. Uh, I dreamed up distance. I played it all the way through. So it's, it's funny how I'm, like, all over the place on it, but I never thought that I had, would, would have played more than Chris because I always knew him to be the big Kingdom Hearts fan, so mm-hmm. it was it was kind of funny in that regard. So, yeah, it, it, I've been enjoying the, the new one. I, it just, I've never liked the, the certain aspects of the combat, but this game is just, you just see it bleeding effort and work because there's just so much put into the game, and it looks so fun. It, the, every fight has multiple mechanics to it. It never get, lets you get bored. So it's been a huge blast. It looks great. There's, there's some framey issues every now and then in the cutscenes, but other than that, it's been... It's beautiful and excellent. So I would hate to think of how much time I put into that first one too. I I don't even want to consider that because just the Sephiroth fight alone, how many times I went up against Sephiroth to beat him. 
Because he's one of those like super bosses. Yes, that you can fight he was. I, I beat literally every aspect of that game. I think the only thing I didn't do was there was something in the gummy ship that I the gummy didn't. ships. Ugh. And, and that was back. That ship. was back when you had to piece and piece and piece every little aspect of uh, gummy ships. Yeah, it That's was pretty much what you do here. You just have to kind of like put each block in its place, and it still sucks. <laughs> the controls <laughs> to putting together a ship still sucks. So yeah, it, that was something I never I hated back in the day, and it was one of the things that made me. But want to I not got a kick it. out of watching Andrew running around in the in the gummy ship on this one, and, he, and he's all over the place. I'm like, yeah, it's not on the rails no more, is it? <laughs> it only gets in the rails whenever you whenever you get in fights or go down warp tunnels. Other than that, you're it's like it's like it's supposed to be. Uh, you're out in an open space area, but you can't like fly all the way in a circle. You know, a loop like a, a you can't. It, you're still stuck. It's almost like you're flying through gravity. So it's like, well, what's the point? <laughs> I I hate it because I'm wanting to fly straight up and I can't. That's frustrating. So yeah, that's that's Kingdom Hearts. It's been a it's been a blast. So I'm I'm and I end up buying like a whole bunch of other games, like a bunch of the Tell series. I'm like I haven't played any of those. So I have a bunch of games that I don't have time to play, but I have them. So I'm happy. I don't know. I'm just waiting for them all to come out on Switch. So <sighs> there's there's. There's hints at it, and I'm wondering if it'll end up being a thing. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. It's d- it's due. I would I would love, even though I have bought the entire series on on the on the PS4, I, I would love to have it on Switch more. I would I would love to revisit Tales of Symphonia completely on the Switch. Just I I, I would just completely suck into it because that was those are. Well, all the tales of it are, are games that I've wanted to play for a long time. Basaria in particular, I'm very interested in that one. I would love to do Vesperia. Um, yeah, I just yeah, got those two, so. I never finished uh, Zillia 2 because I, I hate silent protagonists and multiple choices, but I might have to go back and finish that one. That way I can say that I completed them all. <laughs> but yeah, I got the, the new Vesperia, and that one was, it looks gorgeous even today, so just the design of it so yeah fake goes doing it's it's valentine's event again and um so yes yeah, it's that whole decision between spending I, I, coins or just buying chocolates and being done with it i keep <laughs> i keep trying probably. to get at least one of the the gold cards i got i got my hero and x altar so i'm i'm happy that it didn't didn't cost me too much <laughs> I was talking to Andrew had mentioned, asked me if I was going to uh, roll for, I was like, you don't understand. I really, really want to, but there's a line. There's this line that don't, I, yeah, don't, don't <laughs> as, a, as a person who's spinning it, I say, don't, I, I told him, I told him it literally is this, this, this point. If I do it, I will go all the way and it, I won't be able to stop. And, yeah, and so, invest. And, and, and it's, so it's like, I, I just, I'm, I'm I'm okay with just a little t- touch here and there when we do the guaranteed rolls, but I I can't do it. I can't. I really can't. Yeah, don't don't. <sighs> but yeah, we went. I went to California in, in December. Came back. We did a whole bunch of deliberations. Hope you guys enjoyed all those ones. We finished up the 2018 seasons, all wrapped up. Got started into the the winter of this year, and it's another year to have fun. So, so it's back, guys... back to the way we used to be. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if Chris can put together an outline for next week. Go. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, well, of course, we since we got done with the music episode, we got done with the first impressions. We'll be going back and forth between discussionals and just topic episodes. So look forward to those until... 
the end of the year, and we'll go back into reviews again. So that's our usual rotation, for those that don't know. We thank you guys for joining us and getting some news bits here. So let's jump right into it. Let's do it. All right, because we got a ton. Like I said, we normally do news, and then we go into community, but there's a lot of news to go through, so I'm not sure if we will get to any questions. So if we don't, I apologize. But uh, for the sake of trying, <laughs> let's get back into it. We have our first piece of news is, for those that are not aware of it, the extra episode for Sales at Work is on Crunchyroll now, so you can check that out. I know that we reported that they were doing a an additional episode, so if you're a big fan of Sales at Work, you can check that out on Crunchyroll. Uh, the episode is described as tired of repeating the same tasks, sell division day after day. The normal cell laments uh, while working his boring job when a mysterious cell wearing a charm hat suddenly appears in front of him. The cell proceeds to invite the normal cell to uh, spread mischief and play pranks on the white blood cells uh, and killer T cells. Though the normal cells enjoy uh, being able to blow off some steam from this day of life, uh, who is this charming hat wearing cell? Question mark. So, we'll have to check that out here soon because we really enjoy that series. I don't know why we haven't watched it yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So our next one we have is Necropara Visual Novel is getting a TV anime adaptation. For those who don't know, they did a Kickstarter for an OVA series of it. Well, apparently that was successful enough that they think that there is a calling for it to have an entire TV series. So yeah, great stuff. We're going to be seeing that coming up eventually. And then everybody can watch cute Neko girls. Because for some reason, even though Neko characters are really huge and popular we don't have many series with <laughs> neko mimi characters for yeah, some reason this is this is kind of a rare thing yeah oh look I, that's that sounds great because i i mean yeah there is the aspect that necropara is technically a visual novel that does have an adult version it is technically very cute art style and very cute little story of these girls being brought into this little cafe and working so look forward to that if you want to see some cafe neko cute girls Excited? Who doesn't want? I mean, I, 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 I admittedly, I would love a, a doggy girl anime, but you know, mm-hmm. dog days. Come on, mm-hmm. somebody license that. I'm, I'm still annoyed that we don't have the second season or the third season. One of the yeah. seasons. It was like I don't think they have the. Yeah, I think it was like the first season's not there when they had another season come up or something like that. It was, it was weird. Yeah. And because we cannot stop talking about Oponsu, <laughs> it's back. We're back to doing discussional podcasts, so it's your regular Oponsu update. Yes, Iya na kao sare nagara Oponsu misete morai tai, even though I mess up that every single time, is getting a second season. Yes, it had a first season, apparently. <laughs> it's short little, like, two-minute episodes. Had like uh, I think uh, what was it six or so episodes before? It's essentially a series about uh, it's it's basically a first person perspective of the protagonist basically asking different girls in his life to show them <laughs> their pantsu and they all have disgusting faces. So it's there. We wanted to do a full Blu-ray release uh, uh, review, but I apparently it was like limitedly sold, so we could not get a copy of it. I apologize. Because I know everybody was looking forward to that review. But maybe we will get to review the next season. No, no. I, I, I think that there's going to be a comment about how we want to review this over something else. I think it's a lot more important than that other thing. I, mean, I know, right? It's extremely more important <laughs> than that other thing. So, yeah. Look forward to that if you are a big Oponsu fan. 
Moving on, so we don't criminalize ourselves more, we have Yuko Ono has returned after uh, returned to working after hiatus. Uh, for those that don't know, she was, at the time of her falling ill, was doing the voice of Jean in Ulysses Jean d'Arc and the Alchemist Knight. I don't think I mentioned in the review of that one, but it was definitely noticeable the moment that she was no longer voicing it. I think it was like in the episode 10 marker when it finally became noticeable, but... I'm glad to see her come back. She definitely has a very unique voice. I think I, she's one of my favorite for the more kind of uh, lollyish type characters because she has a very kind of her voice is very. Uh, it sounds f- almost frail. So it's not. It does. It's not that it's frail. It's just that it sounds kind of like it's. It's. It's got a frailty to it, and I. I really appreciate that for more of the lolly type characters. So I'm definitely happy to see her come back. More so, I'm happy to see that she has made a recovery. So. Look forward to seeing her back in the series. Yes, definitely. Not in Ulysses John the Ark. <laughs> she also did uh, Magic Girl Sight. She was the main character in that one. Uh, Angel Three Piece was another one. So, glad to see her back. Moving on, we have uh, Kinoko Nasu is going to end the story of Fate Grand Order with the Ark 2. Now, there's a lot of screams and hollers back and forth when this was first kind of hitting the news press as everybody was just freaking out because of course he's kind of the main writer of the fate series and she he the way that was worried was kind of hinting at the idea that once this arc ends in the course of the fate grand order japanese version we're nowhere near that that point uh once that ends i mean he was wanting to complete the story now of course since it is technically making billions of dollars, there's no way in hell they're going to, like, stop making the game. So, I'm, from what I understand, he's going to be, they're going to be basically, he's going to do his own things, and they're going to find other writers to kind of write stories in there. And I'm assuming he's going to be basically uh, overseeing it as well. So, it is cool to kind of see this, this concept. Maybe it's like an alternate reality or something like that. Maybe they'll go into different reality marbles or alternate universes or something like that. I don't know because I'm not really versed on the story that late into it, so I don't know exactly what he means by ending. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the story does from here. If people are going to hate the story going forward because it's no longer Nasu, or if it's going to be a thing of um, you know seeing different flavors in there, different storytellers that want to tell their own stories with these characters, because that's one of the things I've always enjoyed about Fate series is that you technically have this hoshpotch of you know heroic heroes from the past sit them in different scenarios and see how they feel about the scenarios has always been the kind of interesting thing about the series so it'll be cool to see what happens from here yeah he he always has had a brilliance in in bringing the giving an actual reason for these heroic entities be they anti-hero or heroic just having them have a reason to be in the same place which is Something that is not really well balanced in a lot of the cases where you find situations like this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny kind of seeing like Gilgamesh pop up in in uh, Fate Extella and and the way that he kind of responds to different people. And even though he's supposed to be in th- you know aligned this way, he doesn't really care because he's he's freaking Gilgamesh. So he's like, no, I'm just gonna do whatever I want to. <laughs> They're like, aren't you supposed to do this? No, I'm just gonna do whatever I want to do because he's Gilgamesh. He's just gonna do whatever kind of humors him so yeah really really cool so yeah don't 
stop. You see that that, and but I do agree. If if there was a sign that this game was literally ending in Japan, I would stop. Like there's no there's no reason to pay it. You know it's going to stop eventually, but I don't think it's ever going to stop anytime soon because it's literally like number two in global earnings on iOS or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that it's w- making billions. They're, it's not like they're going to go. Yeah, he's done. Let's just shut down the servers. <laughs> no, but it's I, like, what's what's the what entails that investment? People have spent thousands of dollars on this game. What are the? It, it almost feels like there's like legal parameters there. If you cut this off, what what happens to people's millions of dollars they've they've spent into this game? Yeah, I I would be more interested in seeing whatever content comes out after his arc two is over. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's what, what'll tell you where they're going to go from there is the content on the next patch after that. And, 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 and the, you'll see it in basically because Japan is like a million years ahead of us. You, you'll just watch their, that content and, and you'll, you can see. Yeah. It's funny because they have Anime News Network reported him saying, uh, with the pilot, with the plot that's prepared, we plan to end the game with the end of Art 2. Uh, so I plan to do everything I want to do in this arc. What's scary is that players will inevitably say that they want it to continue. Uh, he added he added that he w- it would be difficult to write what happens after the end, uh, but it, that is possible. So he cited Undertale, which I'm not sure exactly what that means. And if you know what Undertale is, I guess you know what that means. Like I said, I, I think it's probably going to be a thing where they would... The way that that's word, it sounds like it would have to be alternative worlds or something because it sounds like he, the way he's putting it it has to end kind of thing. It's like you have reached the Holy Grail and the Holy Grail war is over. You can't really continue it after that point without making another Holy Grail war or something like that. So we'll see. I don't need, like I said, I don't know the story, so don't think that I'm spoiling things. <laughs> I literally don't know what's going on. I literally don't know what's happening right now because I'm lazy and I haven't gone back to, I did that whole thing where I said, I'll read it later and never have, which is my stupidity. But, but no, it's like, I think what he's meaning there is that the inevitability of wanting it to continue, probably storyline-wise, if he means game-wise, like, you should not know. You should not know. You should not not know what that means because, again, money. People have been money into it, so. Yeah. Moving on. Let's go into Clonod Visual Novel is going to be releasing on Switch <laughs> in spring. Yay! Yeah, we already got um, Planetarium. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's on there. It's not very expensive too. I think it's like what ten bucks. I don't remember. I think so. Yeah, I have it on. I have an iOS, and it's it's been it was really cool on that one. So you don't have to look. Why not? You don't have to. I no, can look at it right I now. Said, and I, can t- I, I I'm pretty sure it's it's ten bucks. Fine, okay. fine, whatever. You don't want to. You, you don't want to give. No, you don't no. want to give our listeners the great the the maximum. No, because I know that what you're going to do is you're going to sit there and run window shop again, because that's all you do on the Switch is window <laughs> shop. He just scrolls through that page a hundred times a day and never buys anything. Every time I go in there, he's looking through that dang list again, and he's not buying <laughs> not a single thing. Not the last couple times you came in there. Last couple times you came in there, you see me playing Disgaea. Until you're done with that one, then you'll be window shopping again. <laughs> no, well, no, I've got Val- Valkyria Chronicles that I can I can play after that. Hopefully. Did you buy it? Yeah. Yay, he's going to finally complete that game. Like I told him, I thought I was on the, the big, huge battleship, which is like the most pain-in-the-butt part of that game. Uh, yay. They still need to put number two on there. I really enjoy number two. Besides the 
really crappy stories they had in there. It, the f- gameplay was fun. And I was sad they didn't brought all those mechanics and job classes and stuff. I had to make something over. out of your your, your your birthday present that I felt <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> Since Moya Chronicles wasn't there. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not in English. So there you go. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the cool thing about the release of the Clonod visual novel is that it's going to have an English text option. So Eve, you can just import it. Like I said, it's this is technically them announcing a Japanese release of it. So um, in spring. So look forward in spring. Import it if you want it on your Switch because there's no telling if we'll get it over here. I'm certain it will because I know that they have finally kind of acknowledged that the Western audience exists because thanks in part by Sekai Project, even though I don't like them, they did kickstart, no pun intended, that fandom. So, or at least showed them that there was a fandom over here. So there you go. Awesome stuff. Uh, if anything, import it if they do do a physical release because I'm pretty darn sure they won't do a physical release. They will do it digital, but uh, if you want a physical version, you'll have to do that. So, yeah, there you go. Cool stuff. I will probably buy it if I see a physical release. Oh, you. Oh. Oh, wow. What? You just made my day. There's a lot of stuff in here that should make your day. (laughs) Skill teaser Takaki-san is getting a second season. Yay! So this was revealed in the February issue of Shogaku Khan's monthly Shonen Magazine and they revealed that it was going to have a second season with the returning cast. Great stuff. Look forward to it if you're a big fan of that series. Like you were me. a fan of it. So I like yeah. me. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was definitely cute. Hopefully we will have more of those side characters that Chris loves so much. Yeah, we could do it without that. <laughs> I said at least the other couple. I, I Okay, I like some of the side characters. Some of them are a little annoying. Didn't like that trio. But yeah, that's cool stuff. Let's see here. Final Fantasy X and X-2 and Final Fantasy XII is getting a release on Switch, Xbox One, on April 16th and 30th, respectively. So look forward to that. I will end up buying I, it because everything on Switch. I want... I, I can't wait for this to come out. I really, really am so excited about this. Especially X and X... Too. I I love those games to death. Cover. I have I played them so much. I killed myself playing those games, and I do really really. I there's something about twelve. I played a really good portion of it, and I really really love that game. I, I loved the systems. I I, I and and it, everything Andrew tells me it it should work perfectly for. I just never got around to finishing it. I don't know why. I I really loved it. Yeah, the, the the remake looks really great too because they have a lot of uh, quality life things that I wish they had back in the day. I'm so scared of the I'm <laughs> so scared of the Zodiac system. I, I really yeah, that's am. my big downer of this new release is the Zodiac system. I I loved having an open board, and that was the only th- reason why I didn't buy it on the PS4 was because I'm like, yeah, but the whole thing was that entire license board being open and doing whatever you want, not limiting it so i would really like to know because i've heard rumors that it's possible to go back and forth i do know that you can mod it for sure Uh, but i don't i don't know if you can go back and forth if anybody has played the please let us know because we've been going back and forth we can't find any information on can you play the original board or not yeah or if it's you choose a job and that's the only side of that you can go down kind of thing and it's funny because again another one's kind of reverse things is i 
<laughs> I I tried to play 10 and I got bored of it really quickly. I think a lot of it had to do with the Blitzball thing. And I laughed at Chris when he played. Now, okay, I, uh, don't get me wrong. Let me say everything first. I laughed at Chris when he played 10-2 because I hated the style of it opening. When that first cutscene opened up, I'm like, what the hell did they do to Final Fantasy? What is this garbage on the screen? It's like uh, Charlie's Angels took over the game. Where's my serious Final Fantasy? What is this thing? I, I laughed at it and I left the room. And then I would come back and he's still playing. And I'm like, you're still playing this. It's it's all linear. It's it's all quest based. It's it's got these bubbly looking characters, and they all look like really goofy next to each other. And I walk out again. And then I come in. And I'm like, you're still playing this stupid game. And then he started showing me the dress system, and I'm like, holy crap! I really like this dress for your system. It, and it, then they it, took it and they put it into thirteen, and I loved it there. It was essentially. The the whole uh, what was it called the paradigm the paradigm thing and it switching it's, classes and I'm like holy crap I really like this everything else I hate though <laughs> it, it's it's funny there's 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 several reasons why I like X two but I, I I really X X was absolutely brilliant it was a phenomenal story I know that it gets a lot of crap for the pretty boys and all that stuff but. The story is brilliant, and and it, it's Mike. I care. Mike, I care. <laughs> He's an annoying main character. <laughs> he is, but he you th- there is a there is a really really cool underwriting of kind of faith versus um, realism, and then it's that entire story is expounded yeah. on in the second uh, part, and it's it's so well done. I really really loved it, and then the mechanics behind. Um, the dress sphere system, like Andrew was saying, is brilliant. Um, I think that it was a little bit the it, it was really too linear. They it was kind of a in in, in X. I'm, I'm let me go back to X real quick. The building your 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 characters' weapons and stuff like that was really kind of almost an offshoot of the materia system, mm-hmm. and it it almost worked, but it didn't quite get to the 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 full potential and and i think that they completely revamped the entire battle system to incorporate the dress spheres in x2 and that was really where it just it 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 shined because it it hits the otaku vibes and at the same time it also gives you an an interesting system to to play with and it was a lot of fun i really liked it yeah i'm also afraid of going back to 12 just because that game i put just hours grinding in that game and like i said the having the new one where it's a lot faster you can like speed it up is yes please i wish i had that but again there's that hold back of if i'd be okay with the job restrictions for the license port so there's a lot of things that i i i just i i i can't wait for these two and i i hope that they keep they they keep seeing that there's there is a market here please bring us more i i i can't wait to play eight ten uh nine i've always wanted to play nine i never got around to nine um yes well seven we we already know that that's coming right not for switch that i know of so uh well, <laughs> the other problem with, with 12 is like I loved the whole overarching story, but they didn't do much with it, which really sucks. So we should move on. Sad news, sort of sad news, technically, sort of. Uh, School Live, the manga series, is coming to an end with the 12th volume. So if you have been keeping up with the manga, 
know that it's ending soon. I am on, what, nine? Yeah, nine. So oof, only three more volumes and it's over. Does it already feel like it's run to a close? Well, I almost thought that it was going to go into like a whole nother arc because, you know, the we were joking about the whole aspect of like graduation and stuff like that. It kind of felt like there was another kind of let's go to the next point. But I don't know. I, it never really felt like there was a set in stone storyline that it has to get to. But yeah, technically, it's been kind of unraveling some possibilities there that it can end in. So I won't spoil any things. We'll leave it at that. So yeah, cool stuff. Look forward to that if you are. I, I, I actually like that because, like I said, it's it's like an up and down thing. I, I like it because I don't... Sometimes I feel like whenever I'm getting into a manga series that doesn't have an end, you almost wonder, like, is it ever going to end? Berserk. <laughs> so, so I do actually appreciate buying sets when they finish. So whenever I'm doing one on it, as it's going along, I always feel kind of a little anxious in that regard. Uh, that's why I really liked grabbing the entire Claymore series. I'm like, I know it's done and I can complete it. Whereas something like this, I don't know if it's ever going to end. Uh, there's another one that we'll get into that is going to end too. So another exciting one. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad to see it end. I, I have enjoyed it. I wasn't a big, huge fan of the recent arc, but I'm excited to see what the next arc's going to be when they release 10 because they take forever to release them over here. Yeah. Now uh, moving on, we have animator and character designer Laundra has established a new anime studio called Flat Studio. Uh, 24-year-old... Uh, what was his name? Laundra. <laughs> 24-year-old Laundra. Uh, he's known for his work on uh, Tsukiga Kire. And I Want to Eat Your Pancreas for character designs and stuff. So definitely has a unique style to it. I think we kind of uh, noted that when we were talking about those, uh, particularly with um, as, the sky, as the Moon is So Beautiful is that he kind of had a very unique style to his character design. I actually really liked him. They, I, I appreciated those character designs in that series. So it'll be cool to see what he can pull off in a new studio. Um, but um, excited? Were you a fan? interesting. You're a fan with that, with that character design, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean that that's going to be... I, I think that there is an element of his artwork possibly bleeding into the studio. Like, he can probably set... Like with Kyoto Animation, they kind of set like a standard and you often have that particular design to it. Often they'll use the same character designers. He could um, impose something like that if he does particularly like a certain design. So we'll see if we'll see if that ends up translating to uh, his new studio. So, yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, you can see you can see the style. I, I, I definitely see it in the well, TV that, that a, you're showing. Yeah, it was a, something he did. Graduation thing. Yeah. All right, next one we have is in Spectre. I'm, I'm guessing that's how it's said. It's in Forge slash Spectre. Anime is getting, uh, adaptation has been announced. We have, uh, it's based off the Kyo Shiro Daira. I would and s- sounds like it should be Inspector. Okay, there you go. So it's, it's, it's just a play off of the words, right? Maybe. It's like Spectre as in, as in a, a, a ghost-type creature and Inspector as in somebody who's investigating something. We'll probably see when the when the synopsis comes around. Uh, anyways, it was Kyo Shira Daira and Chasiba Katase's manga. Uh, the Japanese title is Kyoko Shi- uh, Suiri, or Inverted Interface. 
The studio that's going to be doing is Brainspace. Uh, the synopsis is when she was still just a girl, Kotoko was kidnapped by yokai. So there you go, Spectre. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, these spirits made her into a powerful intermediary between the spirit and human worlds, but this power came at a price, an eye and a leg. Now, years later, she watches out for dangerous yokai while developing feelings for a young man named Kuro, uh, who is also special. An incident with a yokai has given him healing powers. He's surprised when Kotoko asks him to team up on, uh, to handle a re- renegade yokai uh, preserving the th- uh, thin line between reality and the supernatural. So, cool stuff. I like the character designs. They, they released a key art for it, and I really like how it looks. So, it'll be interesting to see how that ends up translating to a series. We have no PV or anything for it yet, but like I said, I like the character designs so far. I like the concept of it. So, we'll we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Seems interesting. I, I do think it looks good, so we'll see. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, is this, she have like a, like an artificial eye? Cause she has both eyes right now. <laughs> Technically she has another leg. I don't know if she has a prosthetic or something like that. That'd I'm be cool assuming well. that's a prosthetic of some sort because it doesn't look natural in any way, shape or form. It's some distortion going on up above her. Leg? Yeah. Leg is all bent. Oh, I think that's just a distortion of some yeah, sort. Yeah. I think it's the other leg probably. I don't know. We'll see. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. I mean, it's not not meaning negatively in any way, shape, or form, but I always do appreciate whenever you do technically have characters who have prosthetics or something like that, that it ends up adding a little bit more to their character and more um, either a struggle or a challenge they, they overcome adds to their their strength, so to speak. So, like, we're watching Dodo right now, and it's like you do technically have a little feeling for the character right off the bat because you're like, this dude's been through hell, and he's overcome it, and look at how freaking amazing he is even though he is dealing with the situation so yeah cool stuff moving on we have fairy tale girls yes it's come we're talking about that one again <laughs> anime is getting another delay even when it's in its releases it is getting more delays so it's just adding to the the saga that is fairy tale girls but yeah this Blu-ray. show has been absolutely cursed <laughs> it does look like they're actually fixing things so that's a good thing Yes, the last Blu-ray volume has been delayed till May 30th due to, quote-unquote, due to circumstances, so, yeah. A curse. A curse, yes, there you go. A curse is why. Good thing Fauna wasn't a part of it. Was Fauna a part of that one? I don't remember. I think was so. It? No, I don't think it was. Uh, uh, it was Fauna. Dang it. I thought I was thinking, I had this song in the back of my head, and I'm like, yeah, it does sound like Fauna back in the back of my head. I'm sorry, Fauna. I'm sorry. Is it her, or is it them, the poor things? I, I, th- I don't th- know. There's just nothing has been working well for that show. I don't know who curses who in that situation. I don't know. I feel bad for Fauna, though. Moving on. <laughs> Let's walk away from that fire. Uh, Doug Okobo, which we have thoroughly been enjoying lately. They've been doing a fantastic job as a studio. Uh, is set to animate a new manga adaptation of How Much Heavy Dumbbells Can You Lift? Uh, Hibiki... Oh, this is the, uh, the synopsis. It says, Hibiki, are you fat again? A friend's cruel worlds which cut like a knife into the heart of Hibiki Sakura, a high school girl who loves to eat. Hibiki decided to go on a diet to be absolutely thin by summer vacation, but she cannot keep uh, exercising right alone. That's when Hibiki found herself uh, before a training gym. Upon joining the gym, Hibiki meets her 
be beautiful and charismatic student council president Akemi Woolly Crap Shoruin, I think, uh, and steps into the intense yet enjoyable world of weight training. So that's different. <laughs> I, I I mean we've we've had anime where they're uh, working on core and exercise and stretches and uh, more intense uh, like hit type uh, exercises, but not weightlifting. So we'll see. I'm not, of course, I'm not sure exactly Sounds what kind of weight train they'll do. So cool stuff. We'll see. We'll see what they can do with that one. Like I'm, sh- like usual. I'm sure they'll do a fantastic job with the characters themselves and make them look great. So if there's a good story to go along with it, I'm sure it'll be, be great. So bodybuilding comedy. There you go. Interesting. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> we were talking about the Harry recently. <laughs> We had a we had another conversation with a particular somebody that we can't really uh, say exactly what we talked about or anything like that. But um, we we were part of our discussion was talking about how Mal has been bought out once again. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if this is I guess this is technically the 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 one that you were talking about then because I know that they've only been bought out twice now. So I think. But yes, Media Do acquires my anime list website from DENA or Dina. Not sure exactly if they pronounce that out, but um, yes, Mal is changing hands again. This what this happened back on the fifteenth of January, so I'm sure you probably haven't noticed too much. Hopefully, I haven't noticed too much, but um, I have noticed the fact that not many people, either not many people, edit the site anymore, or it's not very friendly to edit anymore. But um, stuff has not been updating much on their site, so I'm kind of afraid that one of those dying platforms but yeah keep that in mind the site is still operating and i'm still going through all the objects of uh, requirements and legal whatnots to transfer it over but there you go more fun stuff they said um, in the press release that they plan to enhance MyAmalist functions as an oversee ebook distribution and marketing platform I think they were technically already doing that a little bit, and it sucked. Like, putting thumbnails for videos that never played. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make, didn't, wasn't much point to that whole thing. But there you go. Uh, police in Hinishiki raided a house and seized 1,000 females from suspects' home. Females were found with different clothes than what people last seen them wearing, and suspect has confessed to his crimes, stating that the women were helping him cover his living expenses. Chris looks with a confused face. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was funny. Anyways, a man was arrested uh, for selling Love Live figures that were modified, and uh, com- the police had confiscated a thousand female character figures from the home. Um, apparently, he was modifying them and selling them in order to pay for his living expenses, and I guess that's not legal. So, there you go. <laughs> I didn't know that modifying figures was illegal, or is it just the reselling aspect of it was is probably illegal. the reselling. And I've I know that the, like selling copies and stuff like that is completely illegal, and they well, like it's technically illegal where we live too, but not like vehemently bad there. So I don't know. Interesting stuff, but um, yeah. And modifying seems seems odd. I I don't know. I I mean. Thinking about it from a 
see, to me, you, you, you buy it, you own it, altering it in any way, shape, or form, and then reselling it should be... I, I think that's a, real, a really weird gray area. I'm yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, it's just like, they, they it, which is funny because they sell, you know, Dodge and stuff like that, which, you know, you have, you know, depiction of characters in pornography and it's legally to sell it in these cons and stuff like that. So taking, you know, a character from Love Live and sticking her head on a, 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 swimsuit figures body I mean, you've technically already received the re- royalty in my initial purchase right but i think that they're more concerned about the the fact that you're altering the character itself you're selling a character and and i don't see it necessarily pointed out in the article but like i said if you took one of those characters and stuck their head on say a, a supersonico figure and then that's that's the depicting the character as being more sexual that that alters the character itself, and they they have protections for defacing a character, I guess, in a way. I don't know. Mm. That's just how it kind of feels to me. But like I said, they have you can legally sell no, I mean, it's, it's, manga it's, it's, stuff that has characters in sexual situations. So. It's a, it's a totally different culture, so it, it's not like I can make any judgments based. It's just to me. And and where I fit into my my feeling on what is what should be legal and what should not be legal, my personal stance is I think that would be a gray area because you're of what I already said. So yeah, yeah. It says uh, Animated News Network reported that the man allegedly took the head from Love Live Liko Nico or Nico y- Yazawa figure and attached it to a Girls on Panzer Darjeeling figure. And sold the modified figure without permission on an auction website. So it's probably more of a resell thing. I don't know. Interesting. Very, very, very interesting. I like this <laughs> diagram that he set up. It shows like, here's Nico, here's Darjeeling, head plus body <laughs> equals this. <laughs> it's, got, it's all laid out on a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, interesting stuff. Yeah. Let's see here. According to the police, uh, they went on a cyber patrol in fall. Authorities uncovered the suspect through their investigations. Police confiscated about a thousand female characters from the man's home and and are investigating the possibility of additional crimes. Police discovered suspicious deposits in the man's bank account selling for uh, totaling 8.5 million yen or 77,000 from November to October. According to authorities, the man sold figures for prices ranging from 1,000 to 15,000, which is... Um, was it uh, ten dollars to one hundred and thirty-seven dollars each? So, yeah, interesting article. Hey, to me, entre- entrepreneurial. Hey, what did you say? <laughs> we we need our. No, I'm not gonna go there. Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. Moving on, we have Dropkick on my Devils getting a second season as well. This is announced on uh, at the final Sugoi Sabata 2019 event. So more. More dropkick on my devil. I'm, I'm mixed on it. I I, I think that uh, they had a fantastic final episode that slipped out there after the review was put through, but uh, I, I I'd welcome more. It was it was unique. It had its ups and downs. There you go. Are you excited? Did you ever finish that one? Yeah, I think you I did. did. Yeah, I think you did. Are you excited for more? Sure. Maybe you'll have an entire season of the the Place Girl that you love so much. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Moe Chronicles, we talked about this earlier, <laughs> is coming to the West on Switch. So even though Chris was disappointed not to have it here recently, uh, it is coming eventually. I, I end up telling him, like, 
it was like we looked into it and we're like, oh, well, there's no, literally no Western release for this. And literally, like a couple days later, boom, here's an article for it. So, I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, it's releasing digitally, though, only in spring, which it was digital only for the Switch in Japan. Uh, it was being released by Ideal Factory International in spring. So, look forward to my Chronicles on the Switch and how it won't be as censored if it was on the PS4. Jab, jab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Poor Andy. Yeah. PA Works reveals Fairy Gone original anime to premiere in April. Uh, the synopsis for it is the anime is set in a world where fairies possess and reside in, within animals, granting them special powers by surgically removing and transplanting the, uh, transplanting the organs of a possessed animal into a human. Humans, so it's pretty much like killing, uh, killing bites. Humans can partially summon the fairy and use it as a weapon. Eventually, such individuals were used in the war and were called fairy soldiers. After the war, uh, these soldiers lost their purpose and had to re, uh, reintegrate into the society, from the government to the mafia, and even becoming terrorists, uh, each treading their own path. The story begins with nine years after the end of the war and centers on the protagonist, Maria. Maria is a fresh recruit to Dorothea, an organization dedicated to investigating and suppressing the fairy-related crimes and incidents. Each in peacetime, the government is still unstable after the war. Many criminals still have lingering wounds uh, from the previous conflict, and there are terrorist groups bent on revenge. This is a story, blah, blah, blah. Kind of a witch hunter Robin feel? Yeah, after, was it the, the, was it, uh, Serious Jaeger, I, I love PA Works, and I will end up watching it because PA Works, but I'm getting Serious Jaeger vibes, so hopefully it'll surprise me. I'm, I'm going to go in with low expectations, hopefully it'll blow me away, so I wasn't too blown away, but I, like I said, love PA Works, I wasn't blown away by the PV that they released for it, but, and the synopsis, yeah, I guess Witch Hunter Robin are just kind of a post-war bad guys with powers kind of thing, hunting, investigating kind of thing. We'll we'll see if it turns anything good, but look forward to it. Very gone. Set to premiere in April, so that'll be in spring. And it'll probably be picked up by Netflix, so we'll probably watch it way later. Also on PA Works News... They released an advertisement for League of Legends game directed by Shingo Yamachita from PA Works. So if you are a big, huge fan of League of Legends and anime, you probably have already seen this and you probably really loved it. It's kind of similar to that anime they, that anime commercial they did for uh, McDonald's where it makes me want to work at McDonald's. <laughs> but then I don't. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. I loved it, but I'm not going to play League of Legends. <laughs> It made me want to play League of Legends, and then I remembered that I don't like League of Legends, and then I didn't play League of Legends. <laughs> but at least I can watch the the commercial over and over again and go, "Wow, that's a but they forgot cool they forgot commercial. like several very important characters in here." I'm sure. I'm sure. So yeah, there you go. Season 19, it's on League of Legends commercial out there. Check it out. Interesting, interesting choice. I mean. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 I mean, they did a commercial for it. Well, there you go. They did a commercial for the whole uh, pre-derby. Maybe we'll get a League of Legends anime. I, that would be cool. Would you watch that? A League of an Legends anim- No, anime? an anime around characters playing League of Legends. Yeah, I would. 
I mean, we had a show like a couple seasons ago that we never had license, so we never got to watch it, which was about competitive gaming. This I would totally watch. So make it happen. PA works. You did it for pre-derby. You can do it for this. I'm sure, I guess it depends on how, how big the, the commercial was. I know a lot of people disliked the commercial, and maybe that's probably more for the the music. Wasn't a huge fan of it. It was very English, English. So maybe it was more of the music itself. Maybe it was because League of Legends fans are like, get the hell out of my, my game, you pleb. Maybe it was anime fans going, I hate League of Legends. There There's is- a mi- millions of variables of why it gotten so many dislikes, but... Hopefully that's not a sign to them that nobody wants a League of Legends gaming anime itself. It, it it seems odd because I do know that there is a contingency or I, I guess contingencies. There, there is a group of the League of Legends group that, that does like the anime side. And there is characters in there that are really, really heavily influenced by anime. So... It seems a little bit odd that there would be any kind of backlash to this, but hey, I'm not that steeped in uh, in in League of Legends. So, like I said, there's a million reasons why there would be a huge flow of people just like a YouTube video. <laughs> it's like sometimes it's people disliking it because they don't like the thing they're reporting on. It's like, but they don't dislike the person, so don't dislike the video. Yeah, it's weird. YouTube weird. Uh, next bit we have uh, Toonami drops an hour from their Toonami lineup, or yeah, Adult Swim in the Toonami block. They're dropping an hour. I don't know how I worded that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> this is announced on Toonami's Facebook page. It will begin on February sixteenth. They will drop that hour. The lineup for the new lineup for that particular time will be Dragon Ball Super Baruto, My um, Hero Academia, Sword Art Online, Alization. Megalobox, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Black Clover, Hunter Hunter, Naruto Subutin, and Attack on Titan. So, yeah. Check that out, if you will. The ones that are dropping off at that time will be Pop Team Epic, Mob Psycho 100, and Iron Blood Orphans. So, if you're looking at those shows, they're poofing. Uh, finally. Finally. They heard my cries, Hopefully. A Silent Voice is finally shipping Blu-ray DVD in North America on April 2nd. Yay, I've already put my pre-order in. <laughs> we will finally be able to watch this movie after, like, going on three years now. Holy crap. Why so long? <laughs> yeah, Shout Factory and Eleven Arts had announced it. It's getting a DVD as well as a Blu-ray DVD combo and a digital release on that date. So, cool stuff. We'll finally watch it, review it, and tell you all how the manga is better. Right? Yes. Okay. There you go. Excited? Was there any question about that? I don't know. Aniplex USA releases are going out of print. 14 of them. So if you are planning on getting any of these particular titles, now is the time to grab them before they disappear. Uh, Inan has reported that the Aniplex has confirmed to them, so... Blue Exorcist Kyoto Saga Volume 1, 2, uh, Charlotte Volume 1 and 2, Greatest Hits Sweet Strange Memory CD Import, Wrapping Best CD DVD Import, Fate State Unlimited Blade Works Limited Edition Blu-ray Box Set 1, 
Unlimited Blade Works limited edition Blu-ray box set two. Hopefully that's a sign we'll get a combined one that hopefully may be cheaper, question mark. Uh, Sword Art Online, the movie Ordinal Scale OST CD import. Uh, Uta Monogatari, Monogatari theme song compilation limited edition import. And finally, WWW Wag- uh, Wagnaria Volume 1 and Volume 2 Blu-ray discs will all be going out of print. So, are out, are out of print. So, get them while they last. Uh, next we have going to be the Twin Tail novel has approached its finale. Uh, this was after they have already kind of hinted at the idea of Final Arc being in one of their recent releases, but... Yeah, if you're a big fan of going to be the Twin Tales novel series, it's coming to a conclusion here soon. That's one of those ones where <laughs> I wanted to love that series so much and I didn't. Uh, I think I just didn't get the humor after a while, but it was it was a goofy concept, I will I will admit. So cool stuff, I guess. Yeah, you just got pretty much tired of the joke. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Band special thanks, which some of you might know from the theme song for Wolf Gold and Black Prince, which we really enjoyed that particular mm-hmm. song uh, back in 2014, has uh, lost one of its last remaining two members. Uh, he, uh, Hiromu said that he uh, may not continue performing in bands in the future, uh, gave his thanks to his uh, fans for their support, and uh, said that there was no disagreements in artistic vision. But uh, he won't state the reason why he departed. But, um, yeah. So if you're a big fan of Special Thanks, it looks like they're pretty much all done at this point. Unless they start bringing in other people. Sad? Yeah. Yeah. I really liked them. Did you ever check out any of their other music? Or just that particular song was really good? Uh, I know you really I loved think, it back I think, in the day. I think we popped in on a couple of them. With they, I mean, they were on like two or three of our our uh, Otaku Spirit music episodes, so... Mm, I don't remember any of the ones. I could have just forgotten. Uh, Astra Lost in Space manga is getting an anime adaptation. For those who don't know, this is from the creator of Skit Dance, and it's set to premiere in 2019. The synopsis is, it's the first day in Planet Camp, and Ares Spring uh, couldn't be more excited. Uh, that's a weird name, Ares Spring. Uh, she, along with eight other strangers, leave the planet Mikpa for a week-long incur- excursion. Uh, soon after arriving, however, a mysterious orb appears and transports them into the depths of space, where they find an attempt or an empty floating spaceship. So, maybe a little cool little space drama series. I'm not sure exactly if it's a comedy or if it's more of a serious tone. See, it's got some genres in here. The genres are adventure, drama, mystery, and science fiction. So maybe it might be a more serious show. That'd be cool. I, I'm always interested whenever a show is in space. So it has my it has my interest. It has been piqued. To the abandoned beast, or <laughs> to the abandoned sacred beast manga is getting an anime adaptation as well. Studio Mappa will be doing it, so that's already a big plus for me. Uh, manga is by maybe. It's a weird name for a mangaka. Uh, to premiere in 2019, the synopsis is during a protracted civil war that pitted the North against the South. Uh, the outnumbered Northerners used dark magic to create monstrous uh, super soldiers called incarnates or incarnates. 
Now that the war has ended, those sacred beasts must learn to make their way into a peaceful society. Wow, we just talked about this. <laughs> or face death at the hands of the beast hunter. Uh, Nancy Shal uh, Bancroft, the daughter of an incarnate, uh, turns to hunting the hunter themselves, or herself. But once she catches up with her quarry, uh, she discovers hard truths about the lives of those sacred beasts. So, cool concept already. Like I said, Mappa definitely has my interest. So, I think this is one of those ones that I think I've seen a lot talked about the source material. So, it'd be one of those ones where I'll be excited to finally see what the, the Hubble was about. I mean, not like a huge Hubble is for it, but I've heard people talk about it. So, cool stuff. Interested? Yeah. I think you're like me, Mappa. Yes. <laughs> what, Mappa? <laughs> I was trying Did to you find Mappa? out. I was trying to remember what Dusk Maiden was about. Yeah, I seem to remember Dusk Maiden, but I don't remember what it, what it was about. It's it's by the same mangaka. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. All right, uh, Ultraviolet Digital Platforms announced that they are be closing down on July 31st. So if you have any of those cool little animes that had an Ultraviolet little sticker on it, and you input it into there, just heads up that it will be poofing here soon so just wanted to get that out there uh with the release of season two part or season one part two of ReZero, uh crunchyroll i noticed they announced on their twitter feed that oh yeah by the way funimation we has agreed to start replacing part one blu-ray disc so i'm like holy crap finally it's happening <laughs> but it's one of those ones where you're like yeah, you kind of had to do that before you can start asking people to borrow part two. Like, hey, guys, look, here's part two. Uh, and they were like, well, you screw up the first one. No, look, look, this is part two. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, ex I'm extremely happy. This has been something that should have happened a long, long time ago. And I was really upset at namely Funimation for kind of shrugging their shoulders at the entire situations. For those who don't know, the part one Blu-ray set for the ReZero uh, release on Blu-ray had color banding issues. So you had, like, if it was a really dark area, you'd almost see, like, a halo effect around the characters because they compressed it too much. So the colors ended up blending with each other, and it makes kind of a halo effect to it. A lot of little smudging of the colors here and there because the quality being so low. And they just said that that was the masters we got from uh, from Japan. There's nothing we could do about it you know, deal. And then they kind of just shut up about it. So we never had any word of them ever re doing a replacement uh, system or anything like that. And I was very critical of it. I, I hated it. I was really angry. I, I refused to buy the set because of it. And I kid you not, the moment that I seen that press release, I was, I did ask them on Twitter several times, hey, does this mean if somebody buys it now, will you guys will we have to send in and do replacement or are you guys packaging the replacement into these new ones or did you reprint them all? I never got an answer and I really didn't want to risk it. So I ended up buying the, both the limited edition of the first part and uh, the second part, which technically goes into the box of the limited edition. So I will find out <laughs> here soon if that's the case, but I'm happy to see that. I, I do hate the fact that technically Funimation is not paying for uh, return shipments, which again I think it's on them, and they should they should have owned up on that and to begin with. But 
I'm thankful that there is this is actually happening all together because my biggest thing was even though I hate the idea that technically if I get that I'm going to have to stick it in an envelope and send it to them I'm just happy that I will have a version that is good. I, I hate the idea of that have being it. Like this was the only copy you're going to get and it's going to be you know internally crappy. You know, 10 years down the road, you're going to look at this thing and go, yeah, that's right. They, they had a crappy version of it, and they never did release a better copy of it. So I'm just thrilled that this is just all together. I I, I think that eh, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on it. <laughs> okay. To get your replacements, uh, they said that the owners will have to email Funimation between now and October 31st. So you have until October 31st to contact them. Uh, replacements will begin shipping in March. Uh, the address is Funimation Store. That's all one word at Funimation.com, uh, and you must have in the subject of the title. I don't know if this is you have to have it caps, so I'm just going to say it as it is: capital R, lowercase e, capital Z E R O. So all caps except for the e. Um, make sure to put that in the subject line. Uh, you have to provide a name, mailing address, and email in that email, and they will you receive an authorization number later. And you will give you an address to send it to. It is only, unfortunately, available in U.S. and Canada. And um, yeah, they have claimed that the second part will have no banding issues. So we'll have to see if that ends up being true. <laughs> yeah, that's um, finally putting a nail into that whole situation. Hopefully, and I regain a little bit of my trust after that kind of debacle. So. Yeah, moving on. Let's see here. Magatari Anime Series is to celebrate its 10th anniversary at a special event on May 11th of 2019. Uh, this is going to be held, or it's going to be holding a Magatari Fest 10th anniversary story in uh, Makuhari Messe's event hall in Chiba Prefecture on May 11th. Uh, they're going to have character song performances, public readings by the cast, and much more. They also say that they will not be allowing any type of photography or videoing, and it will not be released outside of the event. So that's the unfortunate part of it. But if you are fortunate enough to be able to go there and get tickets, good on you. <laughs> uh, the more thing for the masses is that they announced that they uh, they finally announced the sixth episode or six episode TV airing of. Zoku Owari Monogatari, which technically aired like last year in theaters in Japan. Uh, and that will be airing on May 18th, following a six episodes Monogatari series selection starting on April 6th. So, April 6th, I guess they're going to do like a six episode recapping, I guess. I'm not sure if that's what that series selection means. Um, but then on May 18th in Japan, they will be airing Zoku Owari Monogatari finally in six episodes. And hopefully, Crunchyroll is already on top of it, and we'll get it to us. Please. <laughs> so there you go. Cool stuff. You excited for more Manga 3? That we'll never get? We're going to get it. I, you f For sure it's going to come out of my pocket eventually from Animaflex America. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to go with the rest of them. It keeps coming. It just keeps coming. Oh, there you go. Let's see here. Mighty Mashita... Iruma-kun manga is getting an anime adaptation. This one, the story is uh, Mari Mishita Ikuma as follows. Ikuma, 
or Ikoma, sorry, Ikoma, a kind-hearted 14-year-old boy whose parents sell him to demons for their own selfish interest. However, the demon he is sold to has no grandson of his own, so he dotes on Ikoma and sends him in, uh, to demon school. So we need to get the guy from Disgaea to do the artwork for this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds very Disgaea. So that'll be fun. That, that sounds that sounds interesting to me. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, it does. We'll see how that one turns out. I don't think they have studio or anything set up yet. So we'll see. Also announced at the same time, I think on the same cover, was uh, Beastars is getting a monog... Uh, <laughs> is getting a, an anime adaptation. The Beastars manga is getting an anime adaptation. Uh, this one... Uh, let's see here. The manga takes place in the world of carnivores and herbivores, where there is a lot of hope, love, and anxiety. Uh, Ragoshi is a wolf who is a member of Cherryton Academy's Drama Club. And even though he's a wolf, he's very sensitive the manga follows the adolescent life of Ragoshi and many other animals. So, hopefully that won't be a CGI show. We'll see. I don't think they have... don't think they have a studio on that one either, so we'll see We'll see how that one turns out as well. So We'll watch it just based on the fact that he's a wolf. Yes, at least Chris will watch it to the ends of time for the wolf dude that has anxieties. Cool stuff. More news from Aniplex. We have Aniplex has bought Madman Media Group's anime division, Madman Entertainment, which, for those that don't know, is an Australian uh, releaser of anime goods. So, yeah, interesting. <laughs> this was reported by an Australian Financial Review report. Uh, after previously investing in Madman Entertainment last year, uh, it has now purchased the division for $35 million Australian dollars. This comes after Aniplex parent company Sony bought Funimation. So looks like either Sony or just Aniplex under Sony is just buying up things like crazy. So we'll see. Hopefully that's not a bad sign. I know that everybody has their kind of misgivings for Aniplex as a whole, but we'll see. We'll see what Sony ends up doing with all this stuff. I, I technically have my misgivings with Sony in general, especially with what they've been doing with the video game industry with like PlayStation and setting standards there, what we'll talk about later. Um, Hopefully that doesn't end up bleeding into the anime sphere as well. So we'll see. Yeah. Shake head. It's concerning. (laughs) Anything Sony related right now is giving me the, the hesitations. So, yeah. More news from Funimation. The founder, Jin Fukunagi has stepped down uh, as GM the founder, president, and CEO of Funimation, uh, Fukunagi, takes on the chairman role as the company looks for a new GM. Uh, Fukunagi uh, said he'd work closely to ensure the transition will continue to have oversight of the business and focus on managing relationships with content providers. Uh, he said the change was has been on the horizon since Sony took the, a majority interest in the company. Hopefully that's not a negative comment. It does sound kind of ominous, but... yep. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we're going back in the realm of Sony, don't you do it <laughs> kind of realm. So I'm not going to put, you know, weird theories out there, but yeah, there's 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 some fire there or there's smoke there. And I'm wondering if there's fire. We'll we'll wait and see what they're what they're doing with all this stuff. Lots of buying and lots of weird decisions there. 
Moving on to some good things. <laughs> uh, they released a PV for the new coming Vinland Saga series, uh, an anime adaptation of Vinland Saga, the uh, manga series. Uh, this, of course, which studio is doing this one definitely looks like them showing off with RPV. Um, here recently, coming off of trying to get caught up on Vikings, I'm definitely all for Vinland Saga right now. So um, it looks good. It looks gorgeous. I cannot wait for it. So if you are a fan of the Vinland Saga series, or if you're interested in into it, definitely look out for that uh, that PV. It looks great. So there's a couple little spots of CGI, but mm-hmm. that's what studio. So dude just chopped five dudes down in a in a pole just because yeah the the story definitely has my interest i i i think i've checked out the first volume maybe a couple volumes so it definitely looks good so we'll see moving on we have uh alita battle angel american live action is uh set to earn 50 million us dollars in box offices uh, this was stated by an analyst group to the RAP. Uh, the substantial loss is due to the production reported to being between 150 to $200 million. So they're not even tipping a quarter of what they ended up spending on it if that ends up being true, uh, which does sadden me a little bit because from what I've been hearing, it actually is really good. So I'm I'm a little disappointed in the fact, or I'm a little bit sad about the fact that this might be one of those few cases where they do a good anime adaptation to live action, and then it ends up bombing. So I have not watched it yet, but a lot of people that I have been that I normally agree with have all been saying it's fantastic. I've even heard from some people like Happy Gamer Guy. He, I think, it was Happy Gamer Guy. He. Basically, Happy Console Gamer, I think it's, I forget what his name is. Uh, he he's apparently is supposedly really into the manga, and he's read all the manga, and he said it's really close to it. So that's an absolute surprise. But again, sad to see that. Because technically, from what he said also, it technically doesn't tell the entire manga, which is understandable, but it does kind of hint at it continuing, and... Maybe that they were hoping to doing more of it, but if it does fail that badly, I doubt we'll ever see any more of it. But unless they ends up turning into one of those things where, I mean, technically this was James Cameron's thing and it was his baby and he handed it off to uh, Robert Rodriguez and maybe it being their baby, they'll say, look, I don't care. We're making more of it. We don't know. So sad. 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 Yes, because I actually like the show. So. I'm still creeped out by the eyes, though. <laughs> still, still, even though everybody was praising it, they still said the eyes things was still crappy, but everything else was cool. So, yeah. Remember Between the Sky and the Sea? Remember that weird anime we watched like two episodes of and said, oh, nope. With <laughs> the, the, the with sky the weird, aquariums? Yeah. The, the space aquariums? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. I'm guessing the anime didn't do too well, or maybe the multimedia project itself is not doing well uh, because they are ending the service for the app already. So if you were summoning Kame to fight big gigantic crabs in the mobile game, I'm sorry, the service is ending in May. Sad face. I don't know if the manga is going to continue on because they have a manga novel. Of course, the anime is over, at least the core anyways. Don't know if the, the novels and manga will continue on, but... Yeah, the the app didn't work out. So the anime go. didn't save them. Yeah, 
there you go. I was going to say that, but technically they were all over at the same time because it was multimedia. But yeah, I guess it didn't stir up enough interest in the app. There you go. I'm on, I'm on it. Anywho, moving on, we have Breathe Arts Talent Agency has been established by Megumi Ogata. For those who don't know who Megumi Ogata is, she was the voice of Shinji Akari from Neon Jesus Evangelion and also Uranus from Sailor Moon. So she's kind of a big deal. But she, this company is set to train seiyus, singers, and musicians, and will take on different typical things as a talent agency would, like, you know, events and performances, uh, seiyus for voice acting roles, yada, yada, yada. So cool stuff. Another agency coming out there. I'm excited for her. She's definitely a I, prolific person in the anime sphere. So it would be interesting to see if, 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 she can uh, upend the the seiyu industry because having a, an actual seiyu being uh, establishing her own agency, she'll know what what things uh, seiyus are concerned about. So it would probably be a really good thing for them. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure if this is not a common thing for seiyus to make in, uh, talent agencies, but yeah, it definitely is a possibility. So cool stuff persona 5 the animation website reveals a new special to come out so if you are a fan of the persona 5 adaptation it's going to be airing on march 23rd uh i ended up dropping that one so i'm not i i beat the game so i'm not too huge on it so there you go if you if you were watching that you got that to look forward to another like i said earlier when i was talking about school live uh there's another one that's coming to an end and that is happiness manga which is going to be ending in March with its release and of Kodansha's Basatsu magazine. And I believe that would end up being the 10th volume uh, with about uh, 50 chapters because I think they're, I think they're, they're posed to be about at the 50th chapter point at that point, which would, would bundle to about 10 volumes. And I think I'm on eight. It's pretty consistent for him. He doesn't, he doesn't stick on a, a story very long, does he? Yeah, because I think Flowers of Evil is what twelve. Twelve, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't want to say Maria was uh, only about ten or twelve up, uh, maybe eight or ten volumes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. I am, I am anxiously waiting for number nine. <laughs> so uh, it's it's got it's it's building up again. So I'm I'm excited to see where that kind of concludes. That it does kind of bother me in the idea that I don't. He didn't really. He hasn't, I almost ri- felt he hasn't like, written a, a solid ending yet. So. That's true. <laughs> I I want to say that it feels like it it built itself that it could have been something that would just drag on forever. It has that kind of feeling of it because I mean it's technically a story about vampires and one of those things you kind of have that come with vampires, quote unquote. If he's really going with that concept, I don't necessarily think that he's going for book definition of vampire. But there is an element there that he could have easily played off of, which is the trope that vampires can live forever kind of thing. So I'm, I'm interested to see where he kind of draws a line or if he can find a conclusion with the story in a way that it, it definitely feels like, okay, I can definitely see a conclusion if he wanted to do it here. So hopefully he'll have a solid ending. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It's like, I, I, it's not that I'm ever like super angry about his ending. It's like, but he does technically... Oh, that was the ending. Okay, there we go. 
I mean, but it was never about the ending. He does. He does. Really he, does bu- he does bookend fine. He just it's it's one of those things is like, wait, 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 wait. Why? Why are we done here? <laughs> well, no, like with with Inside Mario, it was like you should have stopped back there. Like it almost felt like he wanted like I got to do one more chapter to fit, so it's perfectly fitting in a volume or something. It's like. <laughs> This well, is what you did another evil. volume for? Flower, Flowers of Evil, you did the same thing. It was like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, if you were reading the Happiness manga, you have a conclusion coming soon. Like, but I, I do I do like that about him. He's He doesn't have these really overly drawn out stories. He He's just like, I told my story, we're done. So I do respect that. Those are the fans of Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. We were, we're pretty positive on it last year i think it was in some of our plus our, our top lists of the year uh rascal does not dream bunny girl senpai the movie is going to be debuting on june 15th in japan uh this is going to be added adapting the six and seventh volume of the light novels it's called seshun buta yaro wa yume miro shoujo no yume wa nwo minai or the young pig rascal isn't dreaming of dreaming girl so cool stuff the little key art definitely does show us a certain character that we talked about that did not get any kind of conclusion so we obviously are on the right track of where that story is going to end up going so cool stuff excited to finally see that movie hopefully i don't think that will be one that we'll end up getting an actual streaming of with crunchyroll but hopefully somebody will pick it up quickly so we can see it eventually so excited to finally see that yeah continue on i don't think that would technically be a conclusion but continue on get some of our answers of our our weird theories that we were throwing out there with our our spoiler cast of it so mm-hmm. that'd be cool fans of nino kuni uh the series is getting or the game itself or the property itself is getting an anime film in summer of 2019 uh the composer that worked along with him my uh hayao miyazaki will also be joining them in order to do this project as well as the Legend of Galactic Heroes character designer and the director. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The character designer for Legend of Galactic Heroes is doing the directing of it. So, yeah, the art that they have for it pretty much proves that it's not going to have any uh, character connections with the games. I mean, they look like completely different characters from either the first or second Inokuni, unless it's like a grown up version of a character or something like that. Uh, but Warner Bros. Japan announced it. Level 5 will be producing the film. And the uh, story says, in the story, Yu is a high school student and his best friend, Haru, a, and his childhood friend, Kotana. Um, what the hell? In the story, Yu is a high school student and his best friend is Haru and his childhood friend is Kotana. Okay, that's a really weird sentence. Anyways, though a certain incident, they travel, or through a certain incident, they travel back and forth between reality and Inokuni. Uh, When uh, Kotona's life is put in danger, the three must make the ultimate choice. So, obviously, in the middle of the movie, they're going to put a prompt up and everybody's got to shout out which choice they make. It's a multiple choice anime. Yeah. Gotcha. There you go. Anyways, uh, this is one more, probably, maybe, hopefully we'll have some discussion going on here. <laughs> Heated topics of this particular episode. Uh, Singra Kagura's producer, Kinishiro Takake, Takaki, uh, commented on platform regulations in an interview with Inside Games. 
Uh, I'm going to read through the article they have on Anime News Network. They said, um, in the interview, they touched on Takaki's thoughts on Sony's new stance on adult and sexual content in games. Releasing on the PlayStation platform, uh, Takaki speculated that regulations will spread uh, to all platforms worldwide. He thought that it would be inevitable development, but that it has arrived faster than he expected, and he is worried about how he to proceed. When asked if he was willing to move development to, of the series to, from PS4 to PC to avoid the regulations, he did not rule out the possibility, but said that he would, it would be difficult to market uh, the, the genre to the PC since realistic shooter games are more common on the platform. He also added that the regulations did not allow them to portray the characters undressing uh, or that their characters would be torn off or with their breasts bouncing, because that's definitely something he's heavily concerned about. <laughs> Yeah, this has been like a concern for a while now. We've we've talked about it here and there, especially with the uh, the change they made with Sony and in going into California and how they were kind of stifling uh, Japanese development of games because of all the the fact that they had to basically explain everything in English to uh, English speakers in California, and that caused them a lot of issues. They were regulating a lot of the games. There was insane amounts of censorship that were happening in the games themselves. Of course, the concern that, or the thought process that community came up to, and I'm glad they kind of hit on it in the interview, was this concept of, okay, we'll just leave the platform. <laughs> it's like, just leave PS4. Is I don't know if if the Sony platform is their, their money and they don't see the benefit there versus just cutting them off completely and going PC. Because I know that a lot of people that I kind of talk to or listen to on a regular basis, they're just taking all these games to PC, like, pff, whatever, I'm going to Steam or I'm going over here, I'll just get the games over here where it's not censored. It's no big deal to them. So I'm not sure if maybe he sees it in Japan that if he wants this market, he has to go there. Maybe he sees that the Japanese market for PC games are strictly first-person shooters. I don't know what the market is like there because we're not really... Even though we talk about games here and there, I've lost a lot of touch in the gaming sphere but that's my assumption, and I really do hate that. I hope he does see this kind of... Hopefully with the recent sales with these games, they'll see that fluctuation happen if the gamers, you know, decide this is what they want to do. That fluctuation will happen. They'll see that the PC sells more. And maybe he will make that move. But I do hate the idea that he thinks that this is going to be, you know, platform worldwide all across all platforms because we're seeing the opposite. Nintendo's full circled <laughs> yeah and they're they're letting everything on it so they're not before i mean if you if nintendo stayed the way they did and nintendo came down to that level and said we're censoring just like nintendo did i would understand but since nintendo went back and turned around on them and they went down it kind of it, makes it, that and, and see and that that also it it shows that there there is an opening for a shift and and i think that that was a huge win on on Nintendo's part. They got kind of lucky and and it was just the right time to just switch. And that uh, I think that's going yeah, switch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be one of their biggest wins. If they don't change their mind at some random point and if they stay neutral on this, they will have the biggest win just in this this point alone. 
What bothers me the most, though, is that these games aren't being released on Switch. It's like, why aren't you releasing San Gregor on the Switch? I mean, you released the the interactive one. I'm I'm assuming. I hope that that wasn't just a test to say, well, let's see if they'll like San Gregor on Switch. Let's put this interactive game on here. And they went, well, that didn't sell very well because that wasn't really a game. So I hope they didn't gauge the interest with that game. Bring these games over to the Switch and see where that 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 market still lives. See that they don't need Sony to in order to move on. That's yeah. my biggest thing. But that that's what we we're joking about earlier with Sony and buying Madman and and the shifting that was happening in the CEOs and all that kind of stuff. Is that this kind of stuff is it's affecting these creative talents? And whether you want to say that this is inappropriate and it shouldn't be allowed or not, or what you, what you if you think that it's inappropriate and you don't want to see it, that's fine. But to manipulate creative visions for their games is a, a completely different story. So, yeah. Yeah. I hope they eventually release this. Like I said, I, I, I want them to see it. There's still a market for it. I hope that PC is doing well for them. They just need to, they need to see that PS4 is not in game, even though it technically did hit like 30 or 93 million consoles sold here recently. Switch is right behind them with like 34. So, and that's like, over two years. They're just they're just selling like crazy. So moving on, we have Psy Games announced a takeover of development for Platinum Games' uh development of <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy Relink for PS4. Uh Platinum announced that their contract has ended with Psy Games and asked fans to continue to support the game, which I definitely uh give them props for kind of saying that, you know, keep keep going with it. I know we've seen some preliminary uh trailers for it and it looked pretty cool. I was actually kind of uh, excited for it because I think we were just fresh out of Grand Blue Fantasies. The uh, animation, I've never played the mobile game, but the animation was was a lot of fun, especially that last episode. My gosh. <laughs> so I definitely was kind of interested to see them come out with this game. Hopefully Psy Games will do it justice as they continue development on it. Uh, technically, Platinum Games is kind of hit and miss when they make solid games or not. Um, so I was hoping that they would do a solid game with this one. We'll see if they can continue, you know, carry the baton and still make a solid game. So there you go. Interesting. Another news with the, uh, speaking of uh, platinum games, of course, uh, yeah, they were, they, I think that, yeah, they didn't near, near Uh, they announced a collaboration with final fantasy 14. So apparently we're getting near Automata here soon in, in final fantasy 14, which is completely weird. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, Lulula is getting a release date, uh, in the West. Going to be set for May fort or May twenty first. Uh, it's going to be on PS four, Switch, and Steam. Um, I was absolutely surprised to hear uh, the yeah that <laughs> I I did not know that Lulu was going to be Ramona's daughter. So that was a surprise, and that mm-hmm. kind of piqued my interest. So I'm like, holy crap! You have like a Mama Ramona in here, and now I want to play this game. <laughs> so yeah, Mama Ramona's in there. I did not know that, so that just tells how much I'm keeping up on this stuff. I can't wait. So, cool stuff. If you're a big fan of Atelier series, we got some more. Like I, I our am? Yearly, our yearly release of an Atelier game <laughs> that takes years to complete. You get one in a year. So. It does take forever to it play never, those games. It never ends. So, yeah, cool stuff. Moving on, we have, uh, as I kind of mentioned earlier, some Final Fantasy fourteen news. Of course, we're still kind of well. I'm I'm mostly playing Final Fantasy 14. They announced Shadowbringers, so and, and Andrew said coming. something to drag me right back in. So <laughs> just be be aware of that. If you are, have 
stepped away from Final Fantasy fourteen, definitely check out the recent trailers for Shadowbringers. It looks freaking amazing. So um, a lot of big reveals in there, story related. I won't mention here because of uh, spoilers, obviously. But a lot of a lot of really cool stuff is kind of all wrapping in together with it. So. Yeah, they finally set a release date, which is going to be July 2nd. They've already started the pre-orders for it. Um, they, of course, have the usual get minions and mounts and stuff with the collector's editions if you want those ones. They announced, of course, a Vera, uh, Vera race, which, is, of course, is the bunny girls from uh, Final Fantasy. I guess one of the earlier ones that they, they showed them was in Final Fantasy twelve. So that race is coming. I don't think they've necessarily 100% confirmed there's going to be a male version of it. So I'm not sure what they're doing there. Uh, there is technically male versions in artwork they've done before, so they could definitely do it. It's just it's been, from what they said, a very huge effort in order to make, you know, build the character so that all armor can work on them and, you know, work around their character designs. So probably more for the shoes because they have high heels. <laughs> uh, they also announced a gunbreaker job, which, uh, like Chris was uh, alluding to, is going to be a tank job, so... It's it's both going to be a tank and it's one of my favorite uh, gun blades. Yeah, gun blades. I've always loved gun blades. They're they're such a fascinating, really cool idea that Final Fantasy brought to the table. So yeah, yeah, definitely excited. Of course, they've announced other things like different zones. They've announced the uh, um, yes, I love Squall. He's awesome. Yeah, you can get Squall's sword if you pre-order the collector's edition too. So that keep that in mind. It's like sixty bucks. So or was it six or eighty? 60 or 80, something like that. So yeah, check that out if you are a big fan of Final Fantasy fourteen. I am pretty dang excited about it, even though I finally just got a couple of my <laughs> crafting classes finally to the max level. Play that for me. Already, already going into the new, uh, the new content, which is going to be a new, new level cap and all that kind of stuff, which is have fun starting over, I guess. So been enjoying the Blue Mage too, so that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I dinked with the Blue Mage. It was cool for a little bit. Man, doing three hours of killing the same boss over and over again in two yeah, minutes Yeah, I have no interest in doing that. <laughs> way too painful, dude. We'd, we've done like three bosses where we killed them, and we were we were killing them in about two to three minutes, and we took three hours to get abilities learned, which is just absolutely terrible. So, yep, that's the thing. Let's see here. What's our next one here? Oh, da, da, da. Square Enix has also announced they have shipped more than 5 million copies of Kingdom Hearts 3 worldwide, which is absolutely fantastic for them. So, there you go. And that's that's all the... Well, I guess I can run through these real quickly. Uh, licenses news. We have J-Novel Club has licensed I Shall Survive using potions. Animeta. And the magic is... And the magic in this other world is too far behind. <laughs> I wonder if that's the... An Isekai to an Isekai. I guess that's technically the wrong use of the term, but whatever. Uh, Seven Seas got Neon Jesus Evangelion anima novels, uh, the Wise Wise Beasts and Wizarding Wisdom manga. Holy crap. The Braver Tuber and Nicola Traveling Around the Demon's World. Yen Press got Do You Love Your Mom and her two-hit multi-target attacks manga. Reborn as a Polar Bear, The Legend of How I Became the Forest Guardian manga. Phantom Tales and the Night manga. The War Ends the World, Raises the World manga and novel. Overlord a la carte manga. Combat- I wonder if people think that I'm making these up. No, I doubt it. Everybody's pretty much got everybody's pretty much gotten the idea gist, of this. They got the gist by now. Combatant will be dispatched manga and novel. 
The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. How, how, hey, how about treason novel? <laughs> the Art of Sword Oratoria art book. And as for streaming, we have Hulu gains uh, in February and on March 1st for a particular title called Drifters. Uh, Stain's Gate dub, Fairy Tale Season 9, Outlaw Star dub and sub, and Code Geass sub and dub. So cool stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. Um, I I've been poking around on on the different new manga apps and and J novel apps and stuff like that. And just for everybody's interest, uh, Bookwalker seems to have made themselves into kind of a con- consolidation of all of them for right now. So you can literally, if you have interest in Yin Press stuff, you can find it on Book Bookwalker. If you have interest in Seven uh, C stuff. You can. It's a lot of their stuff seems to be on Bookwalker. Just so everybody knows. All right. Quick breakdown for people on the streaming because we usually do this whenever this season's kicking off. Usually our first successional podcast, we'll talk about where everything's kind of being located. Yes, technically with our first impressions, we give an idea of where to find stuff, but it doesn't kind of give you a full picture of things. Uh, for the, so for those that are wondering where to find everything. Uh, as usual, pretty much everything's on Crunchyroll. Outside of that, the things that you'll find exclusive on High Dive, uh, of course, you can subscribe to High Dive directly, or you can subscribe to High Dive's channel on VRV, which technically is Crunchyroll. But if you go to VRV, you can go there and subscribe to the High Dive channel there and get everything High Dive. I recommend doing that over going directly to High Dive, mainly because if you have anything Apple platform, they don't. They're not supporting their app because Apple slapped them on the wrist and they never decided to fix it. So, yeah, go through go through VRV because then the apps actually work everywhere and you can watch everything. Anyways, uh, for High Dive, exclusively only on High Dive for now because a lot of the stuff, uh, other stuff that they had ended up going to Crunchyroll directly. Uh, exclusively with High Dive, they have Real Girl, of course, 3D, uh, Kanojo, Season 2 is going to be there. Uh, Grimm's Notes, The Animation, Pastel Memories, the Magnif- Magnificent Kotobuki, and Bermuda Triangle Colorful Pastoral. Technically, you could also get their uh, Bang Dream Season 2, uh, How Clumsy You Are, Ueno, Wise or WZ, Domestic Girlfriend, The Prince of uh, the Price of Smiles, uh, Mysteria Friends, The Promised Neverland, and Run With the Wind. Those all are available with High Dive Channel there, or you can watch those on Crunchyroll as well. Amazon exclusively, you can watch Karakuri Circus, Kimuri uh, Kusa, and Dororo. So those ones three are exclusive with Amazon. Uh, Hulu does not have these exclusive, but you can watch them there. Then Promised Neverland, Kaguya-sama, Love is War, and Sword Art, Tor- or <laughs> Sword, Art Tor- Sword Art Online, Alicization. And Netflix, so far that I know of, has picked up Kakaguri Season 2, Revisions, Forest of Piano 2, and High Score Girl Extra Stage which, of course, we'll release at a later date. And like I mentioned, everything else is pretty much all on. Anything not in Amazon and not those four exclusive titles with High Dive is going to be on Crunchyroll and what is not on Netflix. So, What does that all mean? I kind of want to get my two cents on here because I've heard a couple people kind of ask about this because they're kind of confused. Uh, my suggestion, if you're looking for the least amount of subscribes, I would probably say go with Premium VRV right now because... You can get everything High Dive and everything Crunchyroll just by getting that one subscription. That is if you don't do manga or anything else on Crunchyroll. If you just do anime on Crunchyroll, just go VRV because it's all there. Uh, 
if you don't care about those exclusives with High Dive that I listed, which technically, I mean, we we said that there's some interesting elements in Grimm's Notes, and uh, technically the kind of more weird mermaid-style story with Bermuda is interesting. Uh, the dogfights, planes, and Kotobuki is pretty cool. But if you're not interested in any of that stuff, just go straight Crunchyroll as usual. I highly recommend getting Amazon because technically Dodo is one of the best shows of the season. Um, Kimura is very fascinating. It's not like fantastic visuals because it's such a small team, but I do kind of recommend just for Dodo alone, but if not, I can understand that. And of course, Netflix, just subscribe to it as you need. Just subscribe to it for one month and watch all your shows and then turn it off kind of thing, so... That's kind of my recommendations if you're if you're looking for a rec- recommendation on that whole scenario. So, yeah, agree, disagree. Yep. It sucked because at some point I opened up the Crunchyroll app on my my tablet, and it popped up with the whole thing of like, ooh, now you can do like this one super fan thing and get. Uh, it was like thirteen or something like that, and it gave you. It was what we were talking about. It gave you access to like Hulu or VRV Prime, which accessed everything on VRV. It gave you everything access on Crunchyroll, manga, all that stuff. And I clicked on it. It's like, you are already it. And I'm like, okay, so how do I set this up? And I tweeted out to them and nobody responded. And it's like, I literally, it says that I can do it and I can't. Where's the stupid button? It's like, you guys are doing a terrible job with this whole overall platform thing. So hopefully they'll fix it eventually. But I would like it, please. Please. Uh, like I said, I don't think we were ever going to get into any questions from the community, so I am apologize for that because I do have one final thing I kind of want to get into before we kind of wrap things up. Um, for those who don't know, I don't know why nobody would know. Uh, something is happening with Vic Magnata. Uh, of course, if you don't know who he is, again, I don't know why anybody would know who he is. Uh, his biggest role was, of course, uh, Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist is one of his bigger biggest roles out there. Of course, he was in our in high school club and all that kind of stuff. Uh, his list of voicing roles is absolutely huge but anyways of course there's allegations going with him about um homophobia um sexual aggressiveness misconduct stuff like that has all been kind of surrounding him right now like i said if you haven't seen it then i be thankful (laughs) because it's hard to miss it because it's been a huge thing for the last couple weeks I'm not here to kind of touch on who's right or wrong. That's not why I'm bringing this up because we always kind of try to avoid a lot of these discussions because it's not worth it. It's it, literally, I have no patience whatsoever to get involved with an argument about stuff like this. I think it's one of those things where I, most of the time I'm tired work and uh, caregiving is a lot of stress. And that's so I don't want to get involved with conversation about this, but I do kind of want to vent a little bit. And I'm not venting to say that one side's right or wrong. I'm not saying that uh, sexual abuse is right. I'm not saying that pedophilia is right. I'm not saying that Vic Mignogna is right. I'm not saying Vic Mignogna is wrong. What I more want to hit on is kind of a rant. And it's more for, it's more towards social media. And I I don't know that I've mentioned this before. I think we've kind of mentioned it in the idea of toxicity and, and social media. Uh, at some point, I, I've seen a couple comments from some people here and there, and I kind of finally expressed myself with this idea of, I think that at the time, this recent one, they was talking about the this this notion of the fandom. Like, I hate that people just immediately assume that this is the fandom as a whole when when something is said on this this group over here or something like that. And I said, 
I think people miss the bigger picture. It's not really technically the fandoms that are wrong. It's not necessarily that whenever there's a, a controversy that, that a fandom is t- is evil. Like, oh my gosh, the Star Wars fandom is evil or the Ghostbusters fandom is evil or this group is evil because they attacked this actor or actress. It's just the it's social media toxicity in general. It's just people don't see the bigger picture that people on social media have gotten so nasty that whenever there's any discussion that happens, it just turns toxic like really quick. And we, it, what we, we used to have this social media that came, the internet came and we're like, holy crap, we're connected now. People are talking and kids are like jumping on board and the adults are saying we're weird because we're, we're talking on this weird digital thing now. And we were all excited because we were talking to friends across the world. We're, we're making groups. We're, like we mentioned, the idea of anime fans, we finally had this place to come together and talk about. We used to be closet otakus. We never talked to anybody. Now we talk to hundreds of people all the time. It's it's now open. And then different groups got into social media and then <laughs> news people got into social media and adults got into social media and it, it turned into something really nasty. And I've mentioned it before, but I, there's several times where I just, I don't, I don't look at Twitter anymore. It's like, it's, I, I, the only reason I don't delete the damn app is because I want to engage with our listeners. I want to tell them about the, what we're doing. I want to I want to listen to them. I want to talk to them. I don't look at my feed very much anymore. If I do, I'm just looking for like artwork or news from, from uh, studios. Like I follow studios and stuff like that. I want to see what they want to say. But I don't read what people are talking about because it's just nothing but garbage anymore. And the reason why I kind of bring that up with Vic Mignotta is not to say that he is a casualty to this. It's that I think that the problem that we're facing right now, and it's with a lot of things anymore, is that we don't, people don't take things in the route of of uh, justice anymore. We're, we're immediately jumping to social media to exact our justice. We're bypassing the law by throwing it up on, on social media and destroying people before we get the evidence. And again, I'm not saying that he's, innocent if 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 some video proof or some uh if some if some police report pops up and he's just taken to court that's what needs to happen if he did something wrong take him to court that's where it should be happening not social media the moment somebody is brought to the forefront in social media that person's life gets destroyed the victim gets destroyed the person that the, that's they're being claimed as being the the, the person that caused it is of course going to get destroyed but we're destroying everybody by not just having okay he he did this to me go to the police file a report tell your boss get him fired <laughs> do the normal routes that mankind has done for a long time not social media because then it becomes completely different and it undermines everything and that's really my my big case here is i and for my own personal belief of vic Mignana, I've always had a huge amount of respect for him. And if this ends up being true, I, I, I hurt for the victims and I hurt for Vic because I, I respected him a lot because every video I've seen of him, he's comforting these kids that society rejected. I mean, this is way back in the day that I've seen these older videos where, you know, yeah, the internet was around, but it wasn't, it wasn't as comforting as, as some might make it out to these days these kids were finding comfort in the these comforting words that he was given. He was 
He was the person that they looked up to, and he was embracing them. And yeah, society has changed, and you can't really do that anymore. And yeah, I do agree. In today's world, which sucks, hugging and kissing on the forehead a kid, you can't do anymore. And that really sucks, but that's just how times have changed. He's a very affectionate person. I've always seen that in him. And now that it's being pointed out, he can't do that anymore. And he should have never done that anymore because of the changing society. And that really does suck. But my whole point in this whole situation is until the evidence is there and take and you, all these people that are saying he did this to me, go to the police. The social, the, the Twitter is not going to do anything for you. It is not going to get justice for you. Go to the police. All I'm really saying is, and what's undermining it, is you have all these other groups that are literally making these private networks talking about how they're going to Photoshop stuff to destroy him more. Go to the police. Don't go to social media. And it's just, it's it's sad. And yeah, I guess that's really mostly what I talked here is just... I, I know I know that's not going to really change anything. Me, me t- saying this, I just like I said, I really wanted to get off my chest. Again, I'm not defending him. If if he did something wrong, he should be prosecuted for it. I don't believe that without any of these evidence, without going to the police, he he should have been fired. That should have been brought to the police. That's who should handle it, not social media. And that's really what kind of angers me. It's it's really like I said, I do agree that. He does come off as creepy. If you don't want that attention, he does definitely come off as creepy because he is overly affectionate. And I, there are people like that. We, we hear, we are very, we, when we greet somebody that we know, we hug them. And he seems that same way. So I definitely relate to him in that regard. But yeah, I do agree that in this day and age, doing that for children, you're going to get, you're going to get, slandered easily by that not again not to say that he's not done anything wrong i'm not saying that he's innocent i'm just saying i have not seen evidence yet i've not seen police reports yet and that does make me raise a brow to it which does kind of irritate me uh if there ends up not being any evidence or prosecution that happens over it i'm gonna be seriously pissed off because he's been destroyed he's been fired and that makes me upset at Funimation. I do know that they as a company to save face, but I do think they should have said, hey, is there actual, who's, who's saying this? Can they, can they collaborate? Can they show us a police report to show that he's actually this? And I don't think, that, nothing has been shown that has happened, and that kind of irritates me. But at the same time, if I'm holding judgment on saying that he's innocent, because technically tomorrow somebody can finally, you know, Here's a video and here's a police report. I'm not going to say that's not true. But at the same time, I've not seen anything to the contrary, which really annoys me. Pretty much. Are you keeping pretty tight lip about it? Chris is like one of those people where he's like, I don't want to say anything because I know I'm going to offend somebody. Yeah, so. I know I will. I, I, I speak too quickly and I tend to give off the wrong impression very easily. So can you proofread this before I post it on the forums? I'm afraid I'm going to make somebody angry. <laughs> Yeah. Again, if if somebody was actually assaulted by him, I I hope he gets arrested for it. You have, but to if have, not, I don't see why this is happening. You have to have a certain level of openness and um, I don't want to say vulnerability, but you have to be um, you have to be very out 
going to get to the level of uh, to a certain level of popularity or um, public figure per se. Um, he is as popular as he, he is, is because he is of how popular. passionate and loving he was. And I mean, I still remember that video where he was yelling at the 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 sign holders out in front of the con saying that all these kids were going to hell and he comes out and he's like dude i'm i'm religious and you guys are doing this the wrong way and i'm like i agree with you as a religious person too i agree with you this is wrong and he was he was protecting these kids he's every like i said every video i've seen of him he's always protecting these kids and that's why it makes it hurt more is because it's like i want to believe that they're they're false allegations and like I said, if something does come out that proves it's true, I hope he does correct his ways and that he does, you know, whatever the extent of it is, he is punished for it. But right now, it hurts to watch because I've yet to see anything come up that says this really did happen. And that's what sucks. Because I do want to believe that somebody, if they were hurt, uh, is believed. But at the same time, you do have to understand the people that... And I, I'm not I'm not saying that those that are attacking these uh, these claimed victims are justified. Never should you attack either side of this. Don't attack those that are saying they were they were hurt, and don't attack Vic Mignogna. the The thing is, is that the you you kind of have to take a step back and acknowledge that there's lives that had at hand here. Whether you think that he's bad because he's a religious person, you want to join in the bandwagon, or you think that you and at the opposite end, these people that literally love him as like a father figure, as a brother figure, they are equally as angry at those that are allegating because it's like somebody that claimed that your brother did something wrong. You're going to defend him because he's like your brother and you would never see that happening. So both sides kind of have to understand there's a lot of passion here. And again, not saying that that passion should allow people to be mean to other people, but it's it hurts everybody on all sides. Whether you you're on one side or the other, and it sucks. So, like I said, whatever happens happens, and I just hope that justice is met, or on either side. So, I know there's already been murmurs that Vic Mignogna was going to sue or uh, file a lawsuit against Funimation, and like I said again, if he believes he is innocent, I hope he wins because it was wrong of them to fire him without any evidence at the time. So, it was very knee jerk at the time. There you go. Yeah. I think yep. I did pretty well. I didn't get too angry. <laughs> like I said, I'm on the side that he... I, I don't have any gain on one side or the other. It just, like I said, it hurts. It hurts seeing people hurt. And social media is doing that now. Every time something like this comes up, everybody's getting hurt. And it, nothing... What sucks is nothing's gained in the end. Ever. In any of these situations, nothing's ever gained. And I don't know when people are going to finally realize that. So that's my, that's my take on it. I think that it, it, it will change when somebody actually does get hurt. Yeah, I, physically. I, yeah. I think that's, yeah, it's, I, I kind of thought that would happen with um, some recent events that happened with uh, the the Catholic kids with, with, with the news and stuff that took that over. But and either way, it's it's just it keeps happening, and it's it sucks because we're. Yeah, I guess I can leave that at that. Anyways, um, yeah, 
Oh, that wasn't a huge downer. I, I did know that there was technically a couple of people that messaged me, uh, PM me, that said that they wanted to know my thoughts on the whole situation. Um, I think it's important for us as a, as a you know, fans of anime that we at least acknowledge it because I know that a lot of our fan, our listeners are big fans of uh, of dubs and I'm sure they're uh, they know who Vic is and they want to support him one way or the other or they or they don't agree with him but they probably want our take on it so I figured we get some kind of statement out there I'm sorry that it ended up turning into just more of a social media rant because that's my take on it really because I like I said I we don't know <laughs> until evidence one side or the other happens we don't know so I can't say one side or the other. Just more express my dislike for people's response to it is really all we have. So, anyways, good to leave it on downer. But like I said, we kind of didn't really have enough time to go into our community with some questions. We hope you guys enjoy this discussion on podcast. We, of course, next <laughs> discussion we'll have less news. Uh, well, I hope we have more news, but I will probably have less news, so we can probably jump into more of the community questions. I apologize for us not getting around to them, but we kind of like to keep our discussions under two hours. So we hope you guys enjoyed running through all this news and getting caught up on everything. If you are out of the loop, again, we're at TakuSpear.com. We can go there for AMA News and Old. Great community the form links at the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. And we all thank you for listening, and you all take care. Take